Hello, everyone. I'm Emily Lavender, and this is the Forever Marriage Podcast. Forever Marriage at Lakewood exists to strengthen families by helping couples discover God's design for marriage. Welcome back to the Forever Marriage Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 17. And I believe we're going to bring it home in this episode. We're going to land. We're going to land the plane. We've land the plan. Land the plan. Oh my goodness gracious! Land the plan. Yes, let's land the plan. Land the plan. (laughs) We're going to plan to land the plane. The plane. The plane. What's that from, love? Do you remember that? Fantasy Island. Who was that? Tattoo. Tattoo. Played by Hervé Valachez. I'm impressed. Wow. I, did you know that, Em? No, I'm terrible when it comes do to you, movies and actors and actresses. Did <laughs> you? Do you remember Fantasy Island? Mm-mm. No. With Ricardo Montalban as Mr. Um, what was his name? What was his character? Mr. Rourke. Rourke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you need to, you need to, I, get, I guess, could you YouTube that or where? Sure. How, how would I, you I find? I think you could. Yeah, I don't know where I've never. I haven't watched Fantasy Island in forever. Is this a movie or a show? It was no, a it show, was a show on ABC back yeah. in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You remember the Love Boat? The premise of the, the love, love Boat was boat. like you don't even remember the Love Boat, Emily. I'm so terrible when it comes. Yeah, no, I don't. We're <laughs> aging ourselves. Love. Okay, I'm trying to think of an example. But of I'm what also it would just like really bad at terms, knowing. But you know, so back in the day, the Love Boat was like every episode was different people would get on the cruise, you know, and those people were usually celebrities. Celebrities. Like, you know, it was like celebrities. big time celebrities. Yep, and they would be coming on the boat as It'd be husband like and wife. Bruce or whatever, Jenner whatever. when yeah. Bruce Jenner was Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So he would come on and then they would fall in love, you know, on the cruise or somebody it, it would be a story about mm-hmm. the cruise. And so the and episode Isaac. it was an hour long episode and by the end of the episode they're getting off the boat and they're in they've met each other and they've fallen in love or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the love boat had the same crew. Every year, you know, Isaac, the double pistols, double pistols. you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Julie, the cruise director. <laughs> That's right. Fantasy Island was like that as well, uh-huh. is that people would come to this island, island. Uh-huh. and they would be like celebrity people yes. you know, that were well known back in the 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. But when they would come, I mean, it would be like a mystery type of a situation yeah. that would happen while they mm-hmm. were there. So by the end of the episode, before they get back on the plane to leave, the mystery's been solved or whatever mm-hmm. has gone on. Mm-hmm. So... So I need to. So I'm not sure why we're talking about that, but because I said land the plane. Oh, that's right, and Fantasy Island. So that that was listen. (laughs) Those were the days of must see. I mean, well, that was before must see TV, which was early. And tattoo, tattoo was kind of Mr. Rourke's sidekick. Sidekick. He was what do you call him? To a short person, a little person, a little person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so the plane would be you would be would be flying coming to land. It was one of those. What do you call those kind of planes that land like on water? Like a puddle jumper. Well, no, they landed on water, though, honey. It wasn't. It doesn't matter. A seaplane. Seaplane. There you go. Yeah. And so <laughs> Tattoo would say, the plane, the plane. And <laughs> the plane. Would... <laughs> now I'm going to have to go You're gonna listen to it and compare <laughs> your little So rendition. we're going to land the plane today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. That was three minutes and 30 seconds of trying to land the plane. It's a fun intro. There you go there. Yeah, I'm seeing if I can find it on um, YouTube. We'll link it. You can. 
Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm going to link it. You send it to me. I see it right here. That's right. Full episodes of Fantasy Island. I see it right here. I'm going to send it to you. So if you're listening and you have no clue about that, we're just educating you into 70s. Smiles, everyone. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. That's right. (laughs) Okay. I can't wait. All right. Come on in. Help us here. What are we doing? We're starting with the L. The L. (laughs) We've worked our way through the acrostic finish well. So Mm -hmm. there's two L's at the end. We're going to try to cover them both in this Mm -hmm. episode. The first one is to learn. For all of life. Yeah. So the whole idea, as we're thinking through this whole season, all 17 episodes of this idea of finish well, we're getting, as M said, to the very end of our acrostic. And you can go back and listen to all the previous episodes to see what the acrostic stood for. But here, when we're looking at this idea of learning for all of life, we're, we're basically just saying continue with the teachable spirit throughout all of life. It was very interesting as we were working through this series this past fall. We're we're now recording. Um, where are we now? We're almost this. We started teaching this almost a year ago, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. This time a year ago, we were teaching this, and one of the persons um, in our class had a mentor who is eighty five years old. And we had gotten probably halfway through this this curriculum, and he was telling his mentor, who's from a state in the Midwest, about this. And that mentor emailed me and asked me, could he get a copy of our notes? An 85-year-old man that I'm like, what do I, as a 58, 59-year-old man, have to say or teach him? But it just impressed me that he still was wanting to learn about what it meant to finish well at 85. And so that just was a great visual for me about this whole idea of continue with the teachable spirit throughout all of life. Maintain a humble posture and that remain open to receiving mid-course corrections from anyone. One of the things we learned here years ago in our discipleship ministry at Lakewood Emily Dawn and I serve in the discipleship ministry at Lakewood. And one of the things that we learned years ago is a great tool for discipleship is, is what we call intergenerational mixing. And when we stumbled upon this, it was not strategic. Most of the good things that I've learned to do here is stumbling. It's not uh, intentional, but we, we stumbled upon a concept of having 30-year-old people, 40-year-old people, 50- and 60-year-old people in a group together and how just that provides a great context for discipleship, learning from people that we would call upstream people from us, learning from people that would be walking buddies, as well as learning from people who were downstream from us. And so when we talk about being learners for all of life, it's just taking a humble posture that we can learn from any and everyone if we have a teachable spirit. You know, because Peter says it this way in First Peter 5, uh, verse 5, he said, God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble. So we're, we're talking about, uh, being, uh, humble and responsive 
in obedience, uh, those are teach those are keys to maintaining a teachable spirit is humility and responsive obedience. In other words, Lord, what are you saying to me and what do you want me to do about it? So let me ask you all this. This is a question that we used in our teaching. What does a teachable spirit and humility have to do with being a lifelong learner? How would you all answer that if we were sitting at a table right now? We are sitting at a table right now. Well, I think that when if I think that we have to make a um, concerted effort to keep a teachable spirit to know to um, understand that we we don't know all that there is to know or to be known. And so it's going to help us if we embrace teachability, if we say no, I don't know everything. You know, I don't even know everything about the, all of the things that I've learned. You know what I mean? That sometimes you can be talking to somebody and what they say to you sort of ties together or, or puts together, um, uh, pieces of a puzzle that hadn't quite gotten put together in your life before. But if we keep ourselves open and teachable, then I think the Lord uses that in a lot of different and unique ways in our life. Whereas if we're close to it, if we just feel like nobody can tell me anything, I know everything that there is to know. Um, I feel like we're going to, we're, we're going to miss out on the richness of life that God, as long as we are here on this earth can grow. We still have the capacity to grow. We still have the capacity to learn if we will open our heart and make our minds available to it. Yeah, and I'm just thinking like in the same way that our sanctification is a journey for our whole life. Like we're we're justified, we're made right right now, but we we are being made more and more into Christ likeness and we won't be perfected or glorified, you know, until we go to be with him. So as long as we're being sanctified, there's going to be more to learn, right? right. Yeah, so so what we're talking about here in our Finish Well series in Episode 17 is those who finish well never stop learning. They're lifelong learners. They learn from what they're reading, from what they're watching, maybe not from uh, Fantasy Island or Love Boat. Oh, you're going to learn a lot from <laughs> Fantasy Island and Love Boat. <laughs> yeah, we'll there was see. always a lesson to be learned. Yeah, we might, we might, we might just say, okay, we'll put, Em's going to post some episodes in mm-hmm. the show notes, and you then will y'all learn can what not to y'all, do. y'all can write us back. You will learn at, how grateful you are for advancement in television <laughs> and acting. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will be thankful that some hairstyles went out, and yeah, you know. Yeah, so we're learning from what we're reading, learning from what we're watching, what we're listening to, uh, and just from life itself. At the very end of his life, I, I love how Paul says this when he was writing to Timothy. In the closing request of his letter in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul said to Timothy, "'When you come, also bring my books.'" So this was at the end of his life, right before his execution there in Rome. And Paul was still wanting to read books, read his parchments, uh, because he was still a learner. He was still learning and teachable right to the very end. So here's a question I want to give you just to ponder yourself. Um, what are you presently, you who, who are listening, what are you presently reading watching or listening to in order to finish well 
And let me just ask you this from this perspective. Is what you're reading, watching, and listening to going to help you finish well? And if not, what course corrections do you need to make? When we were teaching this uh, series uh, here at Lakewood on Wednesday nights back last fall, about this same time, one of our senior adults here at Lakewood, his name is Bill Elliott, came to me. He had just turned 85. Uh, I forgot the exact date of his birthday. But right about his birthday, several weeks in advance, he told me he wanted to meet with me privately. And I said, sure. So we had a men's gathering one Wednesday morning. After that men's gathering, we went to my office for me and Mr. Bill to meet. Keep in mind, he's 85 years old. And um, he said to me, so this was in the fall of 2022, uh Back in the fall of 2019, we were, as a church, going through a series, a uh, year-long series called OT19, and in Old Testament 19 is what it stood for. And in the fall, we were going through some of the Psalms, and we, as a church, memorized Psalm 34 together. It's a beautiful Psalm. If you've never memorized it, I encourage you, Emily, you'll just post a link to Psalm 34 in the show notes and encourage you to look at it. But at that time, we encouraged over the six weeks that we were going through that series to, um, for our church to memorize Psalm 34 together. And so we worked on it week in, week out, that kind of thing. Well, Mr. Bill heard that challenge, but as uh, I guess he was at that time, 81, 82 years old, uh, he just could not do it. But he wanted to stay up with it. And so he worked on Psalm 34 for the next um, two, years. two. Yeah, so that was 80. Yeah, three years. Mm-hmm. Three years. He worked on it for three years mm-hmm. and had it. He wrote it out, hand wrote it. He laminated it, had it placed in various places within his home, and he would work on it, had it written on cards that he would carry, little business kind of cards that he would carry, and just worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. Well, fall of last year, three years after hearing that challenge, he wanted to sit down with me on the day of his 85th birthday. And and quote that too. God, that makes me want to cry. I'm telling I know. you, I'm, Scott was bawling. I was, I was and crying in my now. Office. I'm crying now because mm-hmm. I was sitting in my office. I didn't know what we were going to meet about. Yeah. But he he just explained to me him what he what I just explained to y'all, and he he gave me his cards that he had written, and he quoted verbatim the twenty some odd verses of Psalm thirty four. Wow. And. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you, we used to, when I was a worship leader back in the day with my perm mullet, we, we sang a song, This is Holy Ground. We're standing on holy ground, you know, and it's, it's the passage out of, uh, Exodus where God was telling Moses to remove his shoes. I'm that morning in my office, I felt like I, I, this is holy ground. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. But I, it just is a beautiful picture. We started at the beginning of this episode talking about a fellow named Duke Heller, who is out of the Midwest, 85 years old, still learning uh, for all of life. Mr. Bill Elliott, mm-hmm. uh, lifelong learner, one of our great servants here mm-hmm. at Lakewood. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
which leads us to the very last L, and we're going to conclude here, is live with the end in mind. As I'm thinking about Duke Heller and I'm thinking about Mr. Bill Elliott, um, you know, these are men who I have great admiration for uh, because they're living with the end in mind. They're learning for all of life to the end of their days, and they're living with the end in mind. Moses said in Psalm 90, verse 12, So teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. I'm going to read you some questions here that I want you to take a moment. We may even post these in the show notes just for you to um, to think through. Because you really need, as you're thinking about this, this has been an exercise I've done quite a number of times through the years. Let me read these four questions to you. If you could orchestrate it today, what would you want the end of your life to look like? Obviously, we can't orchestrate it completely when we were talking about in our last episode about um, physical habits. The three of us are, are attempting, you know, to do our part physically. Uh, to finish well, but on some levels, there, there are things that we call the controllables, control the controllables, but there's also things in our lives that we have no control over, and we just trust the sovereignty and the goodness of God. But if you could orchestrate it today, what would you want the end of your life to look at? The second question is, look like, I should say. Second question is, what would you want people to say at your funeral? I know that question might seem, what? That feels a little morbid, but I just think about it. If, if you could, if you had some semblance of not control, but, uh, a way of orchestrating what people were going to say about you, what would you want them to say? Third question is, how would you want to be remembered? And then the fourth question, what impact would you have wanted to make on those lives? So as you think about those four questions, that's we're starting at the end of life. We're beginning with the end in mind. We're le- living with the end in mind. And so we're now letting those thoughts of that future be the starting place for our point today. So we're going to backtrack from that, that desired end to where we are today, and then we're going to begin living in the here and now what we hope, Lord willing, will one day be our eulogy. Now, listen, I want to just say this. Living with the end in mind is not so that people can bring glory to us. The idea is not living with the end in mind. So at our funeral, it's just this big celebration of how great Emily, Dawn, or Scott, or you are. That's not the point. The point is, hopefully, we're living with the end in mind that our lives were lived in such a way that it points to the greatest life, that of Jesus Christ, and gives glory, honor, and praise to him. That's the point of this exercise. And so we want to finish life in a well, in a way that we ourselves, when we enter, as in, in, Emily said a while ago, when we experience that glorified state of being in the presence of God, we ourselves will hear from him, well done, good and faithful servant. That's the point of it.
So we want to encourage you as we begin getting to the close of this whole series is to live each day with a lifelong perspective. Live today so your funeral will be a celebration of a life well lived, a life that for years pointed people to Jesus. Let me just ask you, is your life in its present state pointing people to Jesus or driving people away from Jesus? We have to all answer that question. Take the long view of life, and and remember, at the end of the day, when all is said and done, we attribute any of our faithfulness and our ability to finish well to the grace of God. If Benji and Emily finish well, if Dawn and I finish well, we cannot accept any of the credit. It is just the grace and goodness of God that gave us the sustaining ability, willingness, and power to do so. A question we have found very helpful to live each day with the lifelong perspective is simply this question. In light of our past experiences, our present realities, and future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Let me ask that question one more time. In light of our past experiences, our present realities, and our future hopes and dreams, What is the wise thing to do? I suspect if I asked you, if you were sitting here at the table with us and I said to you right now, do you want to finish well in life, in marriage, in all of all aspects of life? Do you want to finish well? I suspect you would say, of course I do. I don't know anyone that says no. I I want to flame out at the very end and bring dishonor to God and my family. No one wants that. So what course corrections need to be made in your life right now to finish well? Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for our friends who have joined us over this past year through this series, Finish Well. Our prayer is that we will do so. We know that we can't do it apart from you. Jesus himself said that we are the vine, he is the branches. As as we abide in him and he abides in us, we will bear much fruit, but apart from him we can do nothing. And it's impossible for me and Dawn, for Emily and Benji to finish well apart from you, partnering with you, co-laboring with you to finish well individually and together. We can't do it apart from you. So we pray, speak to a spirit, give us wisdom, help us to know what is the right next thing to do, um, and give us the courage, the willingness, the stamina, the ability to do what is right, what is good, what is honorable. And as we do so, Lord, we'll give you thanks because you are the giver of all good things to us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that concludes Season 3, Finish Well. Stay tuned. We've got some things in mind for Season 4 that we'll be pushing out in the near future. So stay tuned for another episode of the Forever Marriage Podcast.